This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. Good morning, this is Marshall Davis. Today I'm going to address the question, is God personal or impersonal? Popular Christianity focuses on the idea of a personal God. Evangelicals place great importance on having a personal relationship with God, a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Christians call God Father and use personal masculine pronouns like he and him to refer to God. Christianity is not the only faith with a personal God. Not only do other so-called Western religions like Judaism and Islam worship a personal God, but Eastern religions are filled with personal deities, both male and female. Think of the pantheon of Hindu deities and the various forms of very personal Buddhas and Mahayana Buddhism. There's also the idea of an impersonal divine force in popular culture and popular religion. Many Christians refer to the Holy Spirit using the pronoun it as if the Spirit were an impersonal power rather than the third person of the Trinity as traditional Christian theology says. And then we have in our culture the ubiquitous Jedi spirituality of the Force from Star Wars, which is an impersonal power that pervades the universe and can be used for good or evil. I regularly hear people talk about nature in terms that sound like a divine and personal power, but also sometimes personal as the goddess Gaia or Mother Nature, but more often just a vague life force. Likewise, I hear people talk about the universe, as if it had intention or purpose in guiding our lives. Back to my question for today, is God personal or impersonal? It would be tempting to answer this question using concepts, but of course non-duality is not about concepts or ideas. It's about direct experience, so I will refer the question back to you, my listeners, and ask you to see for yourself. One of the standard methods in non-duality is the examination of who or what we are. We look for a separate personal identity with a name and a history, and we discover to our surprise that such a being does not exist. The ego or the self is just an idea tacked on to experience. It does not exist outside our imagination. We discover that we are not the personal self that we thought we were. There's no experiencer, only experiencing. The individual personal ego is a mental construction that the brain and human society have created in order to help our species survive and adapt in the world. And it has served us well in evolution. It is a very useful construction, just as ideas like democracy and freedom and human rights 
uh, helpful constructions that make human society better, but all these are ideas that have no reality outside of human minds. Well, let's use the same technique and look for a personal God who is thought to be different and apart from us. Look for this God. Where could this God be? Well, in the Old Testament, it is said that God resides on a holy mountain. First there was Mount Moriah, and then Mount Sinai, and then Mount Zion. The Greeks had Mount Olympus as the home of the gods. Every culture has holy mountains, which are the abodes of the gods. But if we climb these mountains, do we see God there? Is God there? Then God was thought to dwell in a tabernacle, a temple, or building. And we certainly have those today. We go to those holy places, those holy buildings. Is God there? Later God was said to reside just beyond the clouds. That is why in the book of Acts, Jesus takes off in order to ascend to heaven like Superman taking off for Krypton. He is said to be going to heaven to sit down next to his heavenly Father. So let's look beyond the clouds. We go up into a plane above the clouds. Is God there? Then God is said to be in the highest heaven far beyond the earth. So we go into outer space. We peer through a telescope. Is God there? When we run out of places in the visible world, we say that God is invisible, which is convenient. It's hard to find someone who is invisible. Truly you are a God who hides himself, said the exilic Isaiah of his search for God. God is so good at this game of hide and seek that he can never be found. He can't be found because this personal God is an idea, an appearance and awareness, just like the personal self. The idea of a personal God is useful, just like the idea of a personal self is useful. In fact, they evolve together. But it is no more real than we are, or just as real as we are, depending on how you want to look at it. So, is the personal God real or not? Speaking as a personal self, God is very real to me. Speaking as awareness, God is no more real than the personal self. The personal God is a reflection of our own personal egos projected onto the backdrop of the universe. We make God in our image. That image appears very real. It can prompt powerful emotions and experiences, much like an, an image on a movie screen. It seems very real and can prompt emotions, but it's a projected image. Humans have created gods as persons because we perceive ourselves as persons. Christians go so far as to say that God is three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Blessed Trinity, but these are just ideas. Then what's the truth? What is true God, if there is true God? I use the word God as a placeholder for the indescribable, eternal, and infinite. When addressing the Greek philosophers in Athens, the Apostle Paul described God as the unknown God in whom we live and move and have our being. Sounds like a good working definition to me. We call God omnipresent, 
present everywhere. We call God creator, meaning the source of all that is. We call God all-seeing and all-knowing and all-powerful. These are all words pointing to that, to that which is beyond description. The more I study these traditional words used to describe God, the more I am aware that they describe my experience in awareness. This is God. God is I am, as God revealed to Moses in the story of the burning bush. I am that I am. That's how Jesus described God and his own nature. The whole universe comes into existence from this and it has no boundaries and is limitless and eternal. It is timeless, all-embracing, all-loving, all-accepting. It is omnipresent. Wherever I go, there God is. The universe shines with God's glory. This presence is closer to us than we are to ourselves, more real than ourselves, which are as permanent as wisps of smoke. What about the personal God? The personal God exists in this presence as perceived by personal selves. The personal God is the mask that God wears to relate to the personal self. As Vivekananda says, the impersonal God seen through the mist of sense is personal. Our personal selves can only relate in a personal way to other persons. So the personal ego looks and sees God as a divine person. That's the only way that the personal self can envision and relate to the divine, as a personal self. In religion, we play the role of personal selves who worship the personal God with all of our hearts and minds and soul and strength, just as Jesus taught. I love worship. I love the Lord Jesus Christ as an incarnation of this personal God. This personal God is as real to me as my personal self and other personal selves around me. But as awareness, God is seen as the ground of being in which everything appears, including personal selves and a personal God. The medieval German theologian Meister Eckhart made the distinction between God and Godhead to explain the difference. And both Eckhart and Christian philosopher Paul Tillich speak of the God beyond God to describe this. So back to the original question, is God personal or impersonal? I could say both, and that would be true. God is the awareness in which the personal and impersonal God appear. I could say neither, and that would be true as well. God is beyond all words and concepts. Both personal and impersonal are concepts that cannot contain the reality that the word God points to. God is expressed in both personal and impersonal, but is beyond personal and impersonal. Look beyond the words beyond the concepts to divine presence. This is God. God is reality. 
Jesus called this the kingdom of God. That is it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ. Thank you.